Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to the Discus Lariat Collective Podcast with your hosts, Warren, Daryl, and Glenn. It's a great podcast. Check it out. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Discus Lariat Collective Podcast. I'm your host Warren. I'm here with Glenn, and today we are going to do a Monday Night Raw review from last night. Um, yeah, I'm just going to kind of rattle through whatever. Keep it short and sweet because as we were just literally just saying before we press record that not much happened last night. Like, yeah, there was a few matches and this that and the other, but it was very plain. Nothing really memorable. Bar maybe Sheamus and uh, Drew McIntyre that kind of match. So yeah, we'll just get on with it. Um, let me see. So in terms of to start the show, we had the Miz come out, cut a great promo. Um, mm. As usual, he's a great heel. We've touted that before. He's he just has yeah. this. Oh, I don't know. It's it's it, it's a really good kind of heel term that you can do where you can almost find something in any story that directly impacts him, and then yeah. displays it in the promo. Like, oh well, you should feel sorry for me because this happened, or. I, I deserve this, do you know what I mean? He's a, he, he's a cunt for it as well, because like you wouldn't have wanted him there in the first place, but once he is there, he does, he like he makes you feel nearly bad for him. Yeah. But then he's also an arsehole about it. Like he's great at being a shy bag, like. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But um yeah. it was a hell of a promo to start. Um as usual though, chaps unreal on the week. Then after that, then we had Bobby Lashley with his new kind of entrance. Um it felt big. Yeah. It felt uh what would you say? The championship worthy of a champion, yeah. Yeah, it, it was actually really a really cool entrance to be honest. And then, uh, yeah, they had that match, it was just a rematch basically from last week. Uh, I don't understand why he necessarily had a rematch, but whatever. If anything, Drew McIntyre is more in, t- in line for a rematch if that's the case, but yeah, um, considering they, they ditched rematches about two years ago, three years ago as well, so yeah, there's no rematch clause anymore. <laughs> they kind of like, uh, now it, it genuinely it makes it doesn't make Bobby look, look strong for like reaffirming himself as still with with championship title defense it actually makes him look a little bit weaker in my opinion because it feels like he cherry picked the champion to be and he cherry picked his force defense oh i get you i know what you mean yeah I, yeah, I like, actually, yeah it's a good way to look at that yeah um, the, the match itself now wasn't bad it was like a pretty good match solid kind of yeah. um lashley turning up the heat uh showing why he's the WWE champion um me is obviously doing some wily kind of heel tricks and yeah, shit yeah, dropping her under the ropes. Yeah, like it was a good match. It wasn't bad by any means, and it only it was only made better by the promo preceding it as well. So overall, I have no issue with the match. I thought it was great. Um, yeah. yeah, solid match, solid promo as well. Uh, a good start to Raw in fairness, and even the backstage part when the whole business was coming into the arena. They, obviously, yeah. they that dapper blokes. Anyways, you know what I mean. They dress well, so it just oh, MVP put together a fucking an absolute unit. Like, like really did. yeah, he's he after really elevating did. the careers of three lads, like. Yeah, it's like you know, balls. say what you want, but no one else is doing that in the minute in the current landscape where they're able to take. Like, because to be fair, it could have been a flip of a coin for someone like Bobby Lashley or Shelton Benjamin to not have a championship. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, um, so. yeah, MVP has done a hell of a job with the whole business. Um, yeah, like all four lads obviously pulling that weight as well. That that helps. Um, and with the likes of factions and stuff like that, that that come and go, 
But yeah. I suppose retribution is a good one to kind of pick at. Regardless if you win or lose, you have to kind of keep a momentum to an extent with the how everyone's feeling as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like obviously the lads in retribution don't want to be coming out every week on wrong getting beaten. Do you know what I mean? That's of course they don't. But at the same time though, you have to be like, right, boys, yeah, that's how we're being booked. Continue on. I actually I kind of I have an idea in my head and I won't ramble on too much, but here's the premise. Uh, Mustafa Ali yeah. with retribution chases Riddle, beats him through cheap shit, you know, tactics. Obviously, this is gonna lead to Riddle getting his title back later, right? In a month or two. Yeah. But you have Mustafa Ali alone after being champion. Retribution aren't anywhere near boy. And MVP approaches him and says, Yeah, we're gonna need that title back. And oh. it's him going again for the US title, second second go around at it, right? Because he had the first go around before it actually. Mm. And we have a faction that holds all the gold. Yeah, I'd love it. I mean, that would I'd... be the right way to book it, in my opinion. Yeah, and they call it, I'm a, a sucker for that kind of uh, faction having every piece of gold they can. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't bother me. It never did bother me. I understand people kind of got a bit pissed off with the likes of Triple H and Evolution, the reign of terror, as they call it, and stuff like that. But again, if it works and that championship material, fucking go for it. You know what I mean? Like Bobby Lashley, obviously, more than capable to be world champion. He's deserved it for quite some time now, to be honest. And Absolutely. He, again, he didn't let the head drop. Do you know what I mean? He was he was booking some ridiculous angles with like Lan and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and again, as I said, he knows what he's worth. He's gonna keep trucking through it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, MVP, yeah. obviously, he's been around the business quite some time. Shelton Benjamin again, there's another one, and Cedric Alexander, who was booked fairly awkwardly as well for a while, like um, after yeah. the Cruiserweight Classic. So that's the kind of attitude you need to have. Don't let the head drop. Keep on doing what you do. Like as they say, do what brought you to the dance, and the lads have done it. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be, yeah. be cool with MVP winning the, the US title, to be honest. But like, I wanted to be in that exact way where he just he strolls on up to uh, like, and I reckon Ali just because he is an easier contender than Riddle because Riddle has the history there with the war business, and I I don't want that feud to be reignited. Yeah, uh, and I definitely don't want Riddle in the main event picture just yet. It's too it's too early. Yeah. Um, but imagine how imagine how interesting that would be if he just strolls on up to him and he's just like, yeah, we, we need that back. Kind of like what he did with the Miz and that, and it'll play yeah. on the the fact of who they are and what they can do, and it will come to a point where they will try to bribe the wrong guy or something like that. To uh, you don't need that title, uh, yeah. and, and, and you know you shouldn't come after this, yeah. and then it, and then they'll they'll get trounced by a larger group or you know a, b- a bigger selection of stars. You'll have Drew, Sheamus, Orton, and someone else all fight them. You know that big yeah. match feel to it where it's all the stars like that. Would be it would fantastic. be cool actually. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Um. We'll continue on anyway with the with the card. Uh, next yeah. up, then we had uh, a ridiculous promo with uh, the first promo of the night with Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman uh, wanted an apology; he demanded an apology from Shane McMahon from last week. The way he kind of insulted his intelligence, saying it's stuff is above his reading level and he doesn't deserve kind of these opportunities. Ridiculous storyline to begin with, and then Shane came out storming into the ring, got real staunch, opened his face, and was like, "Yeah, I apologize for last week," and then stormed out. And then Braun Strowman obviously wasn't happy enough with that. He wants an explanation. But that's how that segment finished. Um, at first, I was like, okay, maybe in my head, I was like, all right, Braun's just going to go full monster and just kick the shit out of him backstage. We're going to see that. We didn't. And we'll get to that now in a few minutes. But uh, after that, then we'll just move on to the next match, which was match of the night for me. Um, I think yes. you said it for yourself as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, McIntyre against Sheamus. No DQ match. Um, I posted on Twitter earlier saying this feud technically has spanned years. It's gone back since late 05, early 06. isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. With uh, Irish Rip Wrestling, which was a small promotion over here in Ireland. So, and these boys, they have that chemistry, do you know what I mean? 
Oh yeah, um, and they are genuine mates, as they say. They're like, oh, 20 years of friendship. I'm sure they are. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I could literally see this becoming feud, tag team feud, and keep it for the year, keeping an entire year best of 20 fucking every match. <laughs> oh yeah, give them another one, Jack. Give them the Iron Man. Give them every match type, every yeah. single one. And he's like, eventually you can turn it into Angle Lesnar from like uh, from 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 many moons ago. Oh three, oh three. Yeah. If, if you turned it into that, where it's a year long of yeah, well I can beat you in this match. Yeah, well they won't beat me in this match. You know. And yeah, they're just I, trading matches like that would be fucking animal. I like the idea of that. I do. Um, I think though, with the Angle and Lesnar are a bit more athletic. I feel. Yeah. Whereas I, I do agree with as you said, stretch it as long as you can. But I think this these lads will work in a few akin to Triple H and Shawn Michaels uh, ah, between okay. 02 yeah. and 04 Do you know what I mean? Like they had the gimmick matches, but also they. They kind of separate for certain areas. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they had, um, like they started a feud in O two, and then after that, they had like say two or three big pay per view matches. Then they kind of drifted away in O three for a bit and came back here every now and then. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. it it ended up then going all the way to O four. Then you had the triple threat uh, WrestleMania match with Ben Wall involved. Then after that, you had um, I, I think they had a three stages of hell match as well, and then bad. They did, yeah. They had um the hell in the cell that was the longest hell in the cell. 48 minutes or something. Sure, it wasn't a Sean won it in the Elimination Chamber then by the end of that year, November or something. Wasn't in it? 2002, yeah. Th- that was yeah. when it first started, yeah. So in 02, that was in the start. And then in 04, when did it end? It ended like Bad Blood. Fuck June. That's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah June 04 is when it ended. And um, they had the Hell in the Cell match that went up for like 48 minutes. And Evolution then dragged uh, Triple H out of the, the cell because he was basically a husk of a man. They went all out. Like, um, I think Seamus and McIntyre could hit that that nail on the head to be honest they've already started off pretty hot as well like last week's match was insane um, yeah. it was just balls to the wall just wrestling and it was it was hard hitting as we say but also it had that crazy finish with the dodging out of the way the bro kick and hitting with the claymore which was really unexpected like and then this yeah. week then no disqualifications they used that as well it wasn't just a tame kind of TV no DQ match where there's like yeah. a, maybe a ring post bump they, they use candlesticks, which, yeah, I suppose are overused in hardcore matches. Stairs and fucking... Yeah, stairs, and they bet the bollocks out of each other. And then with the likes of the finish, both clanging the stairs together, and they basically ruled it's a no contest. Um, So that's even better. The fact that they didn't just say, like, all right, Seamus is out to get an injured leave. It. They yeah. no contested it, which is pretty good. So, um, yeah, overall, savage match. Um, And it went on for a good bit of time as well. And It was one of the matches you can't really take a eye off it just in case something happens. And, yeah, yeah oh, it was deadly. I loved it. I was match like I said, match of the night. The lads put on a fucking uh, show, and I actually, it's it's a bit of a shame that we're we're getting this feud kind of, you know, hit the wall so fast because like two weeks in a row on Raw, we've gotten it from a build up that took maybe the bones of a month. Yeah, it's not for the title, obviously, but unless they are planning to fucking do you know in and out of team or feud or fucking if like and they're constantly that's that's the angle you want to look out for i feel like it'll burn the candle at both ends and then there 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 won't be a point to yeah to watching it like they're gonna need an interruption in it now where seamus get wants to get a one-up so then they're one apiece with one no contest and then in the final the the best of five if you will when they hit when they're about to hit that final match then that's when you have like someone interrupt to cause the feud diversion like what they did a few years back with Dean Ambrose and Fiend yeah. when he interrupted the Hell in the Cell with him and Rollins him and Rollins were having a year long feud you yeah. know so 
that's the alternative but I don't, I don't know who or how to pull it off like so my book in mind isn't there today yeah yeah but um yeah I hope they do a bit of, of a diversion now like I hope maybe next week we might they might try to have a match but they won't even get to that point they might there might be a jump like someone will jump someone backstage you know what I mean and then you you like as you said someone will interject somewhere and it won't go all right we're having three weeks of Seamus and McIntyre they stretch it out like it's like when they do any other usual kind of like main event kind of match they usually you'd have to wait till a pay-per-view to see it. Do you know what I mean? So I think, yeah, there will be an interjection now soon. But mm. um, in terms of the rest of the the card and actually from last night, um, it kind of trucked on a bit now. We had like Xavier Woods against Shelton Benjamin, which is a solid match. That's really it though. It was just a solid match. Um, yeah. What was Two it? Two good wrestlers staying on the team. Pretty much, yeah. And then in terms of the way that uh, Woods got the win, it was just kind of like um, Shelton was kind of talking shit to Kofi Kingston on the outside and he yeah. got a roll up. That's it. Um, the classic guess. raw fucking surprise roll up counter number two hundred and four for the year. Look, yeah, like that's the thing. Like it, it's setting up whole business in New Day. Obviously, they're, they're fighting next week now for the tag titles. Um, I can't see obviously the the whole business dropping them on raw. Um, especially right. the run they're on. Like I mean, with the likes of obviously Lashley, as we said, doing great things, and all three, all four of them are doing great things. So yeah, um, yeah, but kind of de- decent match. And then the the thing to shout about, I suppose, the New Day gear. A Scorpion Sub Zero kind of gear was pretty cool. That which was the yeah, that yeah. was fucking class looking. And then Kofi threw out the little get over here then from Scorpion when he went backstage to um what's his name Matt Riddle. He had a scooter and he's like, oh bro, I don't know where to put it. Because can you mind it for me? And then uh, Kofi's like, you get over here. And he was like, give me that scooter. It's just ridiculous. But um, that's what we loved them as well. New they are great. Like um, remember to tune into up up down down for your weekly gaming content. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, after this, then we got. Uh, slapjack against Matt Riddle again like the match itself was good Slapjack is good Riddle's good it's just everything about Retribution I just do not like I just hate seeing them just get rid of the masks it's been it's been bad booking it's been bad naming yeah like all of everyone involved deserve better and when you have someone who's as good as they are you have someone as good as Riddle and they're just it's not even like they're 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 earning a in a an attentive spot, an audience attracting spot in the mid card. Yeah, it's just like who do we have? Yeah, that's literally what it feels like. And uh, like although Riddle did get a pretty quick win, and it was basically I suppose you could say just a drawn out bit of a squash. Do you know what I mean? Um, it's annoying because then you constantly have now the past three or four weeks Ali saying like, "Oh, this is ridiculous. He's an embarrassment." He's like, "Do something about it." Do you know what I mean? Like, do do yeah. do something about it. Hit them. Take that mask off, evict them from the group, and then you have some sort of. Why is he the leader? Like he's yeah. literally the most inconsequential member of the fucking whole group at this point as well. Yeah. At least the others, there's a bit of mystique to them because although they lose a fuck ton, you don't really like them. The casual fans not going to know who they are. But there's no reason to be scared of them. Like yeah, they're they're booked worse than the uh, the old NXT crew. Yeah, that original NXT run thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, way a, worse than them lads yeah it's a shame like because all each one of them individually are fantastic you know what I mean yeah. they literally are and it just it feels just so like thrown together and it just does not work but um, for me anyway I feel, I feel the worst for Dijakovic to be honest because he deserves so much better oh game. my god like he was insane on NXT like and on the indies and stuff and, and you look at the matches he had with Keith Lee and Damian Priest oh. and, that, and you're like why did, he, why did you throw him behind the mask and have him eat pins weekly but Whatever we won't spend too much time on that because we should yeah. actually that could be a video how how we'd book retribution we could do that another time yeah absolutely yeah. like yeah because otherwise obviously we'll be here fucking all night and say doing this but yeah. um, was it next up then we had Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon's second part of the promo which was just as bad 
as the 10 seconds they got earlier. Do you know what I mean? Which was just crazy. And this was down to Shane McMahon. One, the man just pisses sweat the second he walks out under a light. It's, he's literally like a lizard, like under a heat lamp. He just pisses sweat. So that's him. And then we have the fact that he, I don't know if it's he has a breathing issue. I don't know. But he's holding the mic and he's, he's cutting his promo. He's talking and he's like... And breathing yeah. through his nose, exhaling through his nose constantly, which already just kind of grates on you. It's like if you hear someone snoring almost, it grates on you. So you have this, and then you have the fact that it was almost like either he forgot his lines or he's kind of trying to stall for time. Maybe a match went too short. And Vince or someone in his ear was like, yeah, go out there and just stall. And that's literally how it came across. And I understand they were like, he didn't want to give Braun anything. Do you know what I mean? He wants to he, he wants to kind of elaborate, but then he's kind of baiting Braun a bit. He's just like, no, no, you know what? no you're not worth my time but then leave it at that do you know what I mean but he just kept going at it and it just frustrated me <laughs> so like right so stars that elevate stars make sense to put them on TV right mm. you get Sting out there yeah just as an example yeah take her out there they're gonna bring in viewers yeah because they're iconic yeah and if you have someone challenge them and beat them or challenge them and look strong or challenge them and have a good show it can elevate a star yeah there's only one person I can think of that benefit from a Shane McMahon field in recent years, and that was Kevin Owens. Yeah. Only because him and Sami Zayn ended up getting back into the fold together, which was great to see. Yeah. Right? That was a long time ago. Shane McMahon doesn't have the notoriety to help elevate a star. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. If anything, it he makes doesn't... you feel sick to your stomach that you're going to see a Shane McMahon WrestleMania match take up a spot. Yeah, now, I mean, now we're getting now we're getting to the meat and potatoes of it. And yeah. this is the last thing I'll say about the bloke. Look, he did a lot for 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 contributing to to an era as a whole, yeah. but he doesn't have the notoriety to increase stardom. He doesn't have the wrestling skill or talent to put on a show that again elevates talent mm-hmm. or that makes you want to tune in and makes you want to watch. And the fact is, people like him, people like Hogan. People, you know, I'm I'm naming people who are who have degrees of notoriety, who have contributed very well to their area, but 100% rely on fan reaction and yeah. intrigue from the fans. I agree with that, actually. Yeah. If Hogan were to turn up on Raw next week, I'd equally not give a shit what he does or says, <laughs> who he talks to, or what he does, yeah. and who he does it to. If he fucking leg drops Strowman and then pins him, and then immediately goes on to beat Bobby Lashley for the championship, I'll probably only care then because he's because he's wrestling, right? Yeah. But having time dedicated to people who don't truly benefit who they're going to be in the ring with and they're not even wrestling talent is absolutely disgraceful. It's fucking super frustrating. Like, if it'd be like if we tune into AEW next week and after all the little chit-chats we've had about the big shot or Paul White, if you want to call him that, and normally we compare AEW to the other shows as the big shows. That's normally what we do. But after coming off the back of a very good go-home show and an excellent pay-per-view despite its flaws, we're now doing the inverse of it. We're now comparing what, what had two excellent, good caliber matches to, 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 to start your show and to make it good. And it, ju- it just it begins to get derailed by, by Shane McMahon. And he's not a wrestler and all that sort of shit. And it's frustrating. It's it frustrating is, as a yeah. fan. It's frustrating as someone who's, who likes the business. It's annoying. It's just fucking annoying. Get him off me, Telly. Yeah, pretty much. It's the definition of like spot stealing, really. Like, and whether he had a match or not, like, obviously, it is looking like it's leading up to him and Braun at WrestleMania, which is a shame. And it gives you that, like, literally that feeling of like deflation. Almost you're like, ah, fuck. Um, and oh, that's the thing. I hate the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I would love nothing more than to see just Braun Strowman go in and win that. 
if that's the only way they wanted to book Braun Strowman, go for it. But the fact that he has to fight Shane McMahon now at WrestleMania with looks things, it's a bit, yeah, bit hit and miss, and it's a big miss. Give me a squash match. Give yeah, me exactly. a thirty-second yeah. squash match, yeah. like Chavo or Ray versus Kane for their respective world championships from ten years ago. Give oh, me you that. Remember that? Yeah, that was Chavo against Kane at WrestleMania twenty-four, I think, was it? Uh, yeah, and then Rey Mysterio the same night he won the, won the title in the bank. Oh, yeah, the bank, yeah, 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 it was. Yeah. Yeah, right, Rey Mysterio yeah. also had that happen with John Cena the same night he won the yeah, real major title. Ridiculous. Shafted. Yeah, Absolutely poor bastard. Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, on with the show, on with the show. So uh, after this, we had the women's tag title match, Naomi and Lana against Baszler and Jax, which is funny because we were only saying, when are these going to get the title shot? And now obviously they have to pull the trigger on it. Um, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad they, they got the title <laughs> shot. The match itself was lackluster um, and again it's a shame because if you look at what, what they did on NXT you just gone do you know what I mean um, and again yeah. it's, it's not necessarily one person's fault or one team's fault it's just it's a lack of time it's a lack of chemistry it's uh, I suppose a lack of creativity as well do you know what I mean yeah. like Lana and uh, Naomi have only been thrown together recently so you can't I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna put the, the, the functional team cohesion and the timing into the one issue and I'm not going to say it's the performer's fault I've seen yeah. Naomi wrestle Hell, I've even seen Lana wrestle. It's not great, but I've seen her wrestle. Yeah, she I've looked a bit iffy, though, a few yeah. times. Yeah. Like, each of these women have been in some type of world title picture sans Lana. Like, yeah. Nia Jax had that feud with Alexa Bliss. Shayna Baszler against Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler ruling NXT and then Naomi uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, right? Like, w- why they're, they're just... Again, this is like the issue I had with the mid-card with Riddle. Go on out there. You yeah. Eight minutes, 12 minutes. Yeah, let's see what you can do. That's all it felt like, um, unfortunately. But um, it kind of, like, obviously, the likes of uh, the tag team champs retained. Sorry, uh, Lana got at the pin, as we expected. Again, like, as I said, it was just, sorry, as you said, yeah, go out there, you have five, ten minutes. Give us a match. Yeah. Um, that's all it felt like. It was just, yeah, it's actually funny because it felt like Reginald was more in the spotlight than any four of these women which is a shame because obviously I know on Smackdown he kind of got recruited by Nia Jax um, and for some reason when I saw him coming out I just had a weird feeling that geez, maybe he'll distract them and they'll lose the belts um, which obviously would have been a lot more I suppose unexpected but regardless I'm glad they kept the belts because I do hope they drop them to uh, like an actual team but um, or like maybe a few few weeks down the line or something but whatever um, yeah I didn't really like the match again it's nothing down to the it's not, not onto the performance it's just it just wasn't good altogether like yeah. Um. After that, then I suppose we will move on to the main event. Then Randy Orton and AJ. That was the the main event. So Randy Orton. Well, AJ actually backstage was just talking to show you about uh Randy Orton and the fiend. Uh, Orton interrupted and he was just like, "Yeah, we'll get in the ring then tonight. Let's see what happens." Kind of thing. Which is funny because this, like these two guys, obviously, it's we say this about a lot of lads that yeah, they they're not going to give you a bad match. They're going to go out there and just bust up balls anyway. You know what I mean? But um, it wasn't particularly. And special, I mean, it wasn't memorable, it was heel heel dynamics so that didn't help. And then you had the fact that obviously there was no real builds, there was nothing obviously to it. It was just he was talking shit about Randy Orton together, yes. And that, yeah. that's cool, I don't mind that sometimes if it if it goes down into a feud, which it didn't, so whatever. Uh, standard solid kind of match, anyway. Um, they, they both looked all right, you know what I mean? But again, as I said, it just didn't, it had no kind of spark to it, so it just straight away it's forgettable, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like nothing, nothing caused either lad to feel elevated or strong. No, no, that's it. And it was just uh, like there was a few good parts, and don't get me wrong. Like um, there was the part where Randy Orton was going for an RKO, 
and Amos reaped some out of rain kind of thing, stuff like that. You know what I mean? It, they did yeah. work with what they had, and that's exactly it. They worked with what they had. That's all they they all they got really. Um, mm. We also then had the Alexa Bliss interruption on the Titantron, where she had a match. She blew it out. We had the what you call it the Kane Pyro, and then. Uh, AJ ended up winning anyway with the, the forearm but um and Randy on coughing up that oil or whatever it was that black tar stuff um yeah overall mix yeah literally yeah. like overall like as I said wasn't it wasn't a bad match it was just a, a standard match standard yeah. kind of uh, main, oh, main event you hear me a standard kind of TV match unfortunately it was in the main event spot which I feel obviously Drew and Sheamus would have way benefited way more from that yeah was, I don't understand why they weren't like they could have opened the show exactly and that, that's the like, funny thing I was chatting to like I sent it to Martin earlier I just said to him I was just like is it just me or even even if Raw is good in ring it just feels like their actual what would you say layout of the show is very odd it just feels yeah. like the pieces don't fit right do you know what I mean it, it reminds me of 2011-2012 Raw's where you'd have like Rock and Cena promos closing the show and opening the show and the second match or the second event on the card would be like CM Punk defending his championship yeah. against like Mark Henry or something like in a chair match. Yeah. And you're like, this is, yeah, right. Or like where you're like for months on end, you'd get CM Punk open the show and be like, oh yeah, deadly. Like we yeah. did with Bobby Lashley tonight. And then like you have fucking like, who was it? Like fucking The Miz and R-Truth or... Uh, I don't know, fucking name someone, Santino Morella, or just random fuckers in like the main and co-main event spot. You're like, or it's the fucking shit when she, but you remember when Seamus and Randy Orton just fought each other like all the time? Yeah. Like, and they were like, they were always one of the last matches on the card. You're like, what? There's order, there's champions. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Uh, yeah. Just, yeah. That's exactly it. It feels messy. It feels just our place or something. Everything does. And, Again, yeah. it's it's a shame because the actual in-ring stuff is decent. It's not overly bad. It's not, don't get me wrong, Raw still feels like a slog. Yeah. One down to the three hours and two down to the, the way it's laid out. That's what I think is the main issue, to be honest with you, for me. It's not necessarily that's three hours. I have nothing else to be doing during yeah. that three hours, do you know what I mean? Um, but it just feels it's, like you could miss half of it at least. Like after, I'd, I'd nearly time. rather if they reduced it to two again and then in the final hour, do something like the way they've done with, you know, the 205 and do something like the way they used to have Raw as War. Like just yeah. have a two-hour show that go, does good continuity then make your last hour some bonkers shit, just like whatever the fuck you actually wanted to be. Like you can just have dream matches, you can have like random, like you can do all wrestling, all promos. It doesn't really matter then because the people who are tuning in for the two hours of solid, you know, connectivity, like that's what they're going to tune in for. Like I said it to you, I was exhausted because for the first time in a long time, I stayed up and fucking watched the thing. And yeah. um, this is probably outside of complaining, the least enthused I've been to review. Yeah. Like, I'm actually looking forward to Thursday now when I get to do the, the better shows. Yeah, NXT and Dynamite and stuff, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, just, um, it's just a shame, really, because I feel like they're on the cusp of something with Raw. Do you know what I mean? They're on that kind of, they're just about to, to light it up again, I feel. I feel like something's in the pipeline there. Obviously, it's because yeah. it's WrestleMania season, I think, as well. But, I mean, it feels like they're about to hit Destroyed. But if they keep going like this, as I said, I could have, after Seamus and um, Drew McIntyre match, you could easily have missed the rest stopped of Stopped watching. Like, yeah, you could have just yeah, stopped. Like. Yeah, because the rest of it was just kind of flashes or moments. Do you know what I mean? Like, I could have just looked up, like, Randy Orton onto YouTube. Just typed that in. I would have seen him spitting up the black stuff. And then, yeah, the, the pyro, I would have seen it. It takes two minutes. Like, I don't need to sit yeah. there through an hour and a half of kind of just standard, bog standard match. Like, so, yeah. yeah. 
that's that's my thoughts on it. Like I thought overall, like I'd probably give it maybe a six out of ten if that. Um, like I thought it was, Five, yeah. yeah, like it, the the in ring stuff was decent, but it just felt like the likes of the Shane McMahon thing took you completely over. There was a lot of backstage little interviews and promos. Like, yeah. but um, at one stage there was Mandy Rose and and Dana Brooke saying they should be fighting uh, Asuka, and then Charlotte literally hit the nail on the head with her part of the promo. She was like, "We'll prove it." I mean, literally, you just do nothing, and I get yeah. it. And I understand people are always like, oh, Vince McMahon, he, ha- he has the, the talent down, the hand on the neck kind of job. I get it. But also, what's stopping you knocking on his door? What's stopping you just chatting to someone backstage? One of the creative lads be like, hey, look, do you reckon if I did this, maybe a gimmick change here? Or could I go out and do this? Ask. Yeah. Like, stop sitting around look, waiting for look, something. Look, what, look at what's happening to other people who are doing doing what they're doing. Like, you take a look at uh, Paulo Cruz. Yeah. Prime, prime example of how to go about doing it right. Yeah, like, like, I, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him and Big E fight for the title because I actually I, I care about it now yeah yeah. but like unless we do something strong and good with like Riddle as as the mirrored counterpart and like or the women's title picture like and it, it's not a knock on Asuka look she's oh, a non, non-native in, in the country she's had a really dominant reign I just don't want to see the same match I got a couple of years ago I don't want to see Asuka lose to, to Charlotte again yeah. get someone else to rub but you have to you have to create the intrigue force in the women's division and yeah. that's probably the only time I've actually looked at someone and went yeah actually who else is there on Raw yeah realistically like like um, Peyton Royce actually cut a promo on Raw Talk afterwards and yeah. she had the same coin in the same vein as Sasha uh, uh, Dana Brooke and Ting sorry um, yeah. Andy Rose and she was like why does it always have to be the same people and that, obviously you can you can agree with it but like in my head I was like yeah, actually, yeah, right. Because, like, don't get me wrong, obviously, the other two girls said it earlier on the show. They were like, why can't we fire? It's like, but yous don't do anything. Do you know what I mean? They actually yeah. don't. Whereas Peyton Royce had done some, like, a bit more than them two girls, do you know what I mean? And she yeah. is, a, like, slightly better in the ring, I feel. Like, I, I like Peyton Royce in the ring. I think she's very good. Um, But I like I like the way she kind of called it out. And on Raw Talk, it feels a bit more off the cuff, do you know what I mean? Um, like, the way you have yeah. to talk smack. So I feel now on Raw, now coming up next week, I feel like she might either attack Charlotte or maybe call Charlotte out, just even to be like, oh, I want to see where I'm at in my career, in my in-ring ability. I, I'd like to see Charlotte come out and just demand, you know, not to say Charlotte should become a heel and that, but like she kind of teeters on and off the whole time. Like, uh, I'd love to see her challenge Asuka. Asuka come out and kind of, even if she can or can't, be like, no, well, you know, let you, you need to fight for it. Everyone needs to fight for it. Everyone needs to earn it. And then... You know, out you can stroll your Dana Brooks and your fucking Peyton Royce, who's had their little bit of chat there, and be like, and then for one of the girls who's not Charlotte, like, why don't we see who's number one contender in a match tonight? Boom, yeah. there you go, simple booking. You don't even need like a valet or a manager or an Adam Pearce or some shit or William Regal. You can just have the girls go, yeah, fuck it, all right, let's let's see if that works. And then you know, have Charlotte booked really fucking strong, have her dumped out of the ring, and and someone else take the take the cheeky pin. There you go. No one else, no one loses or looks bad. Charlotte gets to look shocked and frustrated or whatever else and annoyed. And then you have intrigue. And even if your one does get squashed by Asuka, that's fine too. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it feels like they could have done something like that, like a little tri- triple threat or a three-way or even a four-way last night if Shane McMahon yeah. wasn't fucking blabbing on the mic or sweating all over the place. But uh, yeah, maybe next week. <laughs> but, um, I'll, yeah. bite, I'll bite my tongue until then. Yeah, you're better off. I wouldn't hold your breath though. I'll tell you that now. Um, he'd be long dead <laughs> but uh, so what we'll do is we'll call it yeah call it quits now here on this because yeah we went for the whole card like overall as I said it wasn't like it was a, a pretty weak show or tame show that's what we'd call yeah. it because some best, of the best, match- ma- best matches were, were McIntyre Seamus and, and obviously Lashley uh, title defence was you know going for what it was but yeah, if like it was a one hour show, that makes up five 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if we if we got if we got, you know, literally that times three, I'd say it would be ten out of ten. Yeah. No. But um yeah, so maybe next week would be better. That's the only thing you can kinda of hope for. Obviously we yeah. have coming up now on, on the podcast and on the, the YouTube, we'll have a review now of NXT and Dynamite coming up. Mm-hmm. We'll have that on Thursday and then on Saturday Smackdown morning. Then, Saturday. Yeah, exactly. We'll have SmackDown down on Saturday. But um yeah, we'll we'll call it a day on this and then we just want to say if you are watching this on YouTube like subscribe let us know then in the comments what you thought were all if you want and then in terms of if you're listening to it on podcast or this that and the other um, apple podcasts spotify stitcher acast give us a like and a follow and then the socials then if you want to hit us up on twitter it's the discus lariat and then instagram is discus lariat collective again yeah give us a follow and yeah send us a message let us know if you want us to talk about anything in particular or what you think of the show so far um but yeah until next time then we will see you later see you later <laughs>